Okay, so tonight I get to talk to you about, well, I shouldn't say one of my least favorite, that sounds wrong, but one of the passages of Scripture that I believe is actually a really difficult struggle for a lot of us as Christians. It's a struggle in a lot of ways because we get torn between what the passage says clearly, but also what our own hearts desire and what we perceive as right and wrong. Um, we're going to be talking about 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 13. Starting in verse 13, it says, Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. Be subject to, for the Lord's sake to every human institution. So, and he, he, he names off a few, right? He goes big government, little government. So, so the emperor reigning as supreme would be like the president of the United States or the governor who is sent by him to punish those who do evil and praise those who do good. So your local, your local governing agencies all the way up to the federal government in the United States. That's what this would look like. And I struggle with this. I struggle with this because one, we talked about last week about slandering um, our, our leaders, even though we may not agree with their decisions or they may have made a bad decision. And we absolutely need to recognize when leaders make bad decisions, but we don't need to drag them through the mud. But we also have to recognize that we have a biblical command to be subject to these authorities. And I think that for Christians, I think that for Christians, the biggest struggle for us is how, like to what extent, to what extent do I need to submit to the authority that God has placed in my life? And some of the things I think that we struggle with is more recently, just getting very specific masks. How many of us as Christians will refuse to wear a mask when the governing authority says we need to? Now, I'm not asking, I'm not talking about your personal opinion on whether we should wear masks or not. That's not the point. Because um, quite frankly, I'm just going to be straight with you. And you may disagree with me, and that's fine. This is my personal opinion. Just for a moment, this is my personal opinion. I don't think the masks are doing anything. And I think it's a waste of, um, I think it's a waste of breath, literally. It, it makes it harder to breathe. It's uncomfortable. And, and we can't see facial expressions as well. And honestly, in my personal opinion, the masks don't really do anything. Most of the masks mandates that I see now are optics. Uh, you can you have to wear it for this, but you don't have to wear it for this. And, and it, it just double standard doesn't make sense. Um, and so the mask thing to me is a, is a really good example. Because while I may not agree with wearing a mask, I have zero, because that's my personal opinion, I have zero biblical authority to say that I can't or should not wear a mask. There's nowhere in the Bible that says that as for a Christian, it's wrong to wear a mask. But there is absolutely a command right here in Scripture that says, be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution. I want to be honest with you. I do not like that. But it's what the Bible says. And because it's what the Bible says, it's what we should do. And I think about how many times have I ref wanted to refuse to wear a mask going in somewhere, or I just want to refuse it. And I'm going to, and we, we see people across the country that would refuse to wear a mask when the government said that they should. As a Christian, under the command of Scripture, 
I have to argue that I think that's wrong. Because the Bible is not asking you to violate a biblical command. And you may not like that I said that. And I, I went to this specifically because it's one that I am guilty of. It is. Now, I don't believe for a second that doesn't that doesn't mean that we can't voice our opinions. I absolutely think we need to voice our opinions. We need some logic and reason being voiced out there. We need people to debate this because debate is actually a healthy thing as long as you are you can come to a mutual understanding. We need to have those discussions. We need to, but but we have a biblical command to be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution. That's a biblical command. So the question is, will you obey the Bible? It's not, will you obey the government? Will you obey the president? Will you obey the lawmakers? No, will you obey the Bible? That's just one of the few things, one of the many things, one of the many things that we are going to struggle with, I think, over the next coming uh, years, months, years, however long you want to throw it out there. As Christians, I think we're going to have hard decisions to make. Because there's other things like one, one that we were talking about obeying the government and and all that. And I, one of my former pastors, he said it with a grin, but it kind of made me just take a step back. He said, well, which government? And I took a step back and I was like, well, what do you mean? And he's federal government, state government, local government. What if your state government tells you go to war against your federal government? What do you do? And these are all hypotheticals that really don't matter until the moment that they happen. But they're things that we think through. The things that in America, I think, are more gray than they are in other countries. Because who really has the authority? Or is it the Constitution of the United States that's the authority in America? I know this is a lot that I'm throwing out you, a lot to think about. But at the end of the day, my biggest point is, is that the Bible says we are to be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution. And I think sometimes we go down all these hypotheticals. We, we go down these what ifs. Well, what if they do this? What if they do that? And I'm not saying there isn't any value to having those conversations. Um, sometimes it's, it's good to be prepared for things that might come, might happen. But what I am saying is what's going on right now? Those hypotheticals haven't happened. They don't matter until they do. And right now, are you being asked to do something that violates a biblical command? Because if not, then based on this biblical command, you should obey the authority God's put in your life. Why should we obey this authority? It says, for this is the will of God, that by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Peter's going to talk a lot about suffering for righteousness sake, and we're going to get to that at some point. But he's also talks about how like, if you suffer unjustly, who cares? Right? You deserve it. So, so when somebody gets in trouble for not wearing a mask, they don't look like a hero. They're not, they're not glorifying God. People don't see Jesus in that. They don't see their need for Jesus in that. They just see somebody who's disobeying a law or a mandate or, or an ordinance or whatever it is. They just see somebody who's disobedient. And we should not. That should not have the label Christian attached to it. As much as we might disagree with something. 
I'm not saying this is easy. It's actually really hard for me. Very difficult for me because I have that patriotic spirit. I was raised with that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I was raised with the the you know truth and justice for all the declaration of independence the constitution of the united states i was raised that way rightly so because i do believe that our form of government up to maybe the last few years is a is one of the best forms of human government on the planet because it recognizes the individual rights and liberties of people however it is just one form of government and I have to recognize that ultimately I serve Christ and ultimately I have to obey him as much as it may pain me to do. We're okay when we say we're not going to drink or smoke or, or swear. But the second somebody tells us that we need to obey a governing authority in our life when we don't agree with them. No, this is America. I have rights. But then when you actually read the Bible, you don't see that. You see, be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution so that we can put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. We have to conduct ourselves in such a way that people can see Jesus. Living peaceably amongst all. Verse 16 says, Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. We're supposed to live in selfless servitude. We're supposed to serve others. This mask thing, when it first came out last year and everything was going going crazy, and I'd go into the store and I'd see everybody was wearing masks. At first, I hated it. I didn't I hated the mask. I thought this mask was I was wearing it because it was the right thing to do, but inside my heart, I was just really struggling with it. And when I went in to try to find toilet paper, which was very difficult to do, which is crazy, but when I went in to find toilet paper, I started really looking around at people. And what I saw changed my heart. I'm not saying I still don't struggle with it, but it changed my heart a little bit. Because when I started looking at people, I saw something that moved me with compassion. And that is fear. There was fear in people's eyes. And I realized then in that moment that while I believed I had, I shouldn't have to wear a mask... Well, I believe that it wasn't really that helpful. And there's still a debate on that. I realized that if by wearing that mask, I could make somebody else feel more comfortable and less afraid, then as a Christian, it was the right thing to do. That's an ongoing struggle for me. I'm just going to be honest with you. But we're called to serve others. We're called to show love to others. And that's how you show them Christ. That's how it starts. And people people were afraid. Now it's been politicized, which is sad, in my personal opinion, because that's what makes it so divisive. It, it's how each side of the party lines has decided to take a stand on one way or the other. And we've just divided the country in two. And that makes it so sad to me. And now you got the vaccine out there, whether you should take it or not. I do believe that it should be the individual's right and decision on whether they take a vaccine or not. And I don't think it should be forced on us. But we have allowed it to divide our country. 
into those who are vaccinated and those who aren't vaccinated. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if there's churches who have been divided into those who are vaccinated and those who are not vaccinated. And that should not happen. Our churches should not be divided over stupid stuff. And, and don't get me wrong, the decision to take the vaccine or not is not, it's not a stupid decision. You got to make it, but it is not a valid reason for a church to divide. We are called to be selfless servants to each other, to the world. It says verse 17, honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the emperor, honor the emperor. This was Rome. He's writing to a group of Christians who were living in exile because they were fleeing persecution. And he's telling them to honor the emperor. He's telling them to be subject to the governing authorities. And we cry over masks and social distancing. We're called to be subject to the authorities that God has placed in our lives. Why? Why should we honor those authorities? Why should we be subject to them? Romans 13. It's a parallel passage to an extent. It says, let every person be subject to the governing authorities. This is Paul. For there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. So why should we be subject? Why should we honor the authorities that God's put in our lives? Right there. Those that exist have been instituted by God. So let me let that sink in for just a moment. The authority in your life, the governing authorities in our nation, have been instituted by God. Now, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean they're God's men. That doesn't mean that they're men who are serving God. They are men who God has allowed to be put in the place and the position that they are in for his purpose, right? For his purpose. And that might, that purpose might be to allow, because remember we talked about in Romans chapter one, God gave them up. He's given, he may, he may be bringing these people into authority to give the United States of America over to the natural consequences of their sin. It may be, his way of giving us up to our debased minds. However, they are still instituted by God and they should be respected because of that. It says, therefore, whoever resists the authorities resist what God has appointed and those who resist will incur judgment. So if you resist the authority, you're actually resisting God. Let that sink in for just a minute because that's not easy. That's not easy for me at all. That is very difficult for me. Because I have that patriotic mindset. I often feel torn between God and country. We like to say for God and country. But sometimes I just feel torn between the two. But God should always win. When you resist the authorities God's put in your life, you're resisting Him. That's what it says here in Romans 13. It's not what I'm saying. If you haven't figured out by now, this is not something that I like as a selfish, prideful human being, this goes against some of what I feel like is ingrained in me. And yet it is what God's word says. And if it's what God's word said, it's what we should do. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, verse three, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good and you'll receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. 
But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is a servant of God, an avenger, who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to void God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God, attending to this very thing, paid to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. So I want you to understand that I'm with you when it comes to this topic. It's one that I struggle with. I know it's one that a lot of people struggle with. We want to resist. We want to rebel. Why? Because we're a people of rebellion. Our sin nature is one that is rebellious. It's, it's part of who we are. And so when we feel like we perceive something that is wrong from any authority in our life, that it's an injustice, we want to rebel against it. But I think the thing we have to remember as Christians is that ultimately we are called to be subject to those authority. This is not an easy thing. And I recognize that. This is a hard thing for me. In fact, I am convicting my own soul right now, probably more than anybody else's. So I want you to know that we're in it together. But let's lift each other up. And what can we do if we don't agree with the authorities in our our lives, if we don't agree with the authority in our country, if we don't agree with who God has put in place, and we think that we need somebody different, then we pray. We pray and we voice our opinion. There's nothing wrong with voicing our opinion. We have freedom in our country to do that. And as long as we have that freedom, we need to exercise it. You need to vote. You need to go to your school board meetings. You need to go to whatever city council, if you can, whatever you can attend. If you can do that, we need we need that. There's some people who say Christians shouldn't be politicians. I would say we maybe we need some more Christian politicians in this country. People who are willing to stand for the truth, but also stand against what is not truth, but do it in a respectful way honoring those to whom honor is due. Ultimately, you are obeying God because there is no authority except from God and those that exist have been instituted by God. So if you resist the authority, then you are resisting God. That is what scripture says. It's not what I say because that's not how I would have written it. But we need to obey God So if you want to be submissive to God, then that means you also must be submissive to the authorities that he's placed in your life. 